Okay, we are recording. So, uh, for your benefit, Peter, this is DefenderCast. It is a podcast about business, property, and positive thinking. And we are in collaboration with Bridging and Commercial and the most fantastic lender that there is at the moment, which is Tab. <laughs> and we want to have a quick chat, kind of quick fire podcast. So, first thing I'm going to ask you to do is just introduce yourself and your company and maybe a little bit of an elevator pitch or some USPs about what you do. Fine. Yeah. So I'm Peter Steele, Goldberg Steele Financial Services is the company. We've been running that business for about 17, 18 years. Um, I've been with them for 15 years. Uh, we cover a whole aspect of everything from prime residential mortgages, buy-to-let mortgages, and then apart from that, everything that is commercially aspected comes through me through three advisors that we have in the practice. Um, and yeah, that's that's where we are. We're based in North London in Finchley. Yep. Albeit I work from my home in Bushy Heath. Full disclosure, uh, we've known each other some time. A long time. Um, we've worked successfully together over the years. And Nicholas is co-hosting today. Oh, it's um, Nicholas. It's Nicholas now. Oh, that's quite formal. <laughs> um, Nick, Nick, Nick is co-hosting. So I will let you ask some questions, Nick. Um, okay, fine. So first question of the day is, what is or are the greatest influences on your part, uh, no, yeah, on your part of the sector today? Okay, so in two parts, um, if we talk about the prime residential market and the buy-to-let market, generally speaking, um, probably the biggest influences is the aspect of compliance, um, what's gone on in the industry for the last few years, um, huge change. Yeah, big, always big change. change. Um, and I think that um, what it has done is in that s- sphere um, has actually encouraged brokers to be looked at, in essence, with hopefully uh, greater experience, greater need to the consumer to come to us in a market that is now fairly difficult. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of pitfalls to be had mm-hmm. in going for mortgage applications. Yep. So hopefully that's driving the broker to us. Uh, in respect of the, the bridging and commercial finance market, of course, it's a different set of, set of circumstances, but I still believe that the same things apply in that a broker has a very important role to play for those people wishing to borrow commercially. Yeah, I completely and utterly agree. Um, one of my questions I find quite interesting is um, what advice would you give to somebody, young or otherwise, looking to enter this industry? Good question, interesting question. Um, I mean, I personally came into this industry quite late. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people... Albeit have, 20 years ago. Yeah, but a lot of people my era... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> so I but couldn't pull but, that back in yeah, quick but, enough. Uh, but, but a lot of people in my, my age group and my era probably didn't, de- by design, come to this industry. Yeah. Didn't study or do something specific yeah. to come into the financial services Agreed. industry. Most of us fell into it from something else, which is what I did. Um, so I think it's a different aspect today. Um, I think that if you're coming into this industry, you have to be serious about what you want to do dedicated to it, understand it, and really be passionate about it, which I think gives over to most things. You need to have a passion. Yeah. Um, if you've got a passion and you've got a desire, then the best thing to do, in my view, get qualified in every aspect that you can, yeah. because the qualifications will always be useful. Yeah. Um, 
and then use the best network and contacts that you have to spread your, your yourself around. Probably work for a company in the first instance, but if you've got the real desire and the passion, nobody will hold back a good individual and an entrepreneurial-based person. Yeah, and that will encourage somebody to want to go and set it up on their own and go out there to the wider market. Yeah, it's good. I mean, not everybody has that same view about... It just kind of says something about who you are and the way that you think. But I guess if you're good, um, there's an opportunity in this industry to back yourself and to build your own client base that could stand the test of time and provide you an income for a very long period of time. And also, just quickly, you touched on um, getting qualified. Obviously, that didn't really exist when you started. I mean, you could wander into this industry and start giving advice, for want of a better word. Um, now every element is regulated in a slightly different way and therefore there's a real opportunity to be a specialist or and I think that is a there is there is that need to be professional now about the approach to this business yeah you know it is a professional industry um, those that do study and get qualifications that have to now yeah that has a value to it yeah yeah I was gonna actually say do you think we're upskilling people enough in the industry or do you think people are slightly being pigeonholed in a certain area because of the desire to grow a bridging book to the desire to someone just to be specialist in commercial do you think we're upskilling young people or people who come into the street enough with a broad enough knowledge across real estate and finance to be effective uh, in what they're doing yes and no but I think in this industry you tend to become specialized mm. into one side or the other so you know if your if your book is I'm gonna I'm gonna do mortgages yeah full stop that's it. If you're going to look at the wider world like I do, uh, particularly in the commercial, because I come from a, a very commercial background, uh, running businesses in yeah. the past. So that kind of encouraged me to look more at the commercial side. It's, it's more where I've, I've, I, I'm interested. I find it very diversified. Each case is in completely different. So how would you describe what you do in the shortest possible um, amount of words? What do I do? Yeah. I help people. Okay, that's great. That's brilliant. That's, um, that's what I believe anyway. So when I talk about upskilling and I suppose uh, adding skills to someone's character or what they're doing, do you think from your perspective as a broker that lenders as a whole have enough understanding of the inherent real estate that they're lending against or are too reliant on professionals to provide that advice? Because sometimes look, you understand, you're looking at the real estate, you're saying this is a good deal, this is a good transaction. But actually, the real estate knowledge within the industry, I found, because I was a broker for many years, uh, lender, broker, now back to lender, I found sometimes the, the real estate knowledge within the lending industry is lacking occasionally. Totally agree with you, 100%. And one of the things that I pride myself on, fortunately, in a previous life before this industry, I had a background in property, yeah. as well as other, other, other bearers of commerce. And that grounded me so mm. that when I came into this industry, that experience and that knowledge and understanding of property particularly mm -hmm. stood me really in good stead. Yeah, I mean, from our perspective, I've said to you for a long time, but I believe we're, we're in the property business. I mean, we provide loans to property people, but understanding property is fundamental. Okay, so what, what could you see as major changes happening in 2020? What would you like to see? What do you think you might see? I think that probably for me, across the, the sector, from a consumer standpoint, I think we've gone too far in one direction in terms of regulation. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think we've over-egged it. Uh, 
that doesn't mean to say that it wasn't needed, because yeah. I believe it was, but I think we've gone too far, and I'd like to see some kind of remission in that that, that allows more flexibility in lending. Okay, generally. now going back to reality for a minute. <laughs> well, they've, done that, they've done that in the States, haven't they? And yeah. there are actually a number yeah. of high street banks who are diverting funds across to the Americas because Trump's deregulated the market. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see an argument for both sides, to be honest with you. Um, I'm interested to know if you think, obviously, that it's difficult at the moment with the political landscape to really guess or understand um, anything's going to happen. But I guess maybe in the property world, or the t you've got a very diverse view of the market because you see all sorts of different people trying to raise money, buy property, sell property. Um, what do you think? Where do you think the opportunity is in 2020? Well, I think that the, the market itself is, is having an automatic correction currently mm. um, and I the, the general feeling in the market is that values have dropped yeah. obviously yeah. Um, by what percentage well different areas will, will be attracted by different percentage drops yeah. I think there are opportunities in, always in a, in a market that's been reduced to take a look and to go forward and to actually make some investment this is a good time in my view to yeah. invest long term um, long term yeah. long term but it's and it's horses for courses you've got to take pick pick your spot carefully pick yeah. the right the right deal carefully yeah unless you i mean i'm working on a piece of technology that would allow people to diversify their money across many many more properties and i also do believe it's a very good time to buy property to hold uh, for long term it's just that the barriers to entry are so high um for certainly for new investors if you like yeah, and I've then, seen what you're doing and I yeah, like that idea great, I think it's thanks. a good model yeah and then liquidity is a real real problem you know if, it's, if you can't afford to take this long term view um, lots of people have lived and I certainly understood that space live in the middle where you can buy something do it up and sell it for a profit and I feel those times are probably gone for a long time um, so yeah I think it's a really good message actually and I think um, buying property now for the long term who knows maybe we'll watch this back in 20 years and see yeah, um, but you've got to remember one thing Duncan we live in an island state and yeah. no matter what anybody ever thinks about the market overall we've never ever built sufficient property in this country that's particularly in the home side and whilst that remains and whilst the market may fluctuate the end result is if the, if the demand outweighs the supply there'll always be a case yeah and I think look I believe it as well um, it's harder to believe right now just because things feel very different to me I mean I really lived through one crash only um, I've and, been through four of them and I'm sure so. yeah and I'm, I'm, I know there have been others that I, I didn't witness but this does feel different to me and I guess there's a couple of years now where this country has to sort out who it wants to be and who's going to lead and what's going to happen but then I do feel that if we do watch this back in 20 years and we can see currently now average property price at 238,000 or whatever that they are um, that they're you know they'll continue to grow over a 20-year period it's always been a, a property driven economy yeah. i don't think that in reality has really changed do you still think there's the same um sort of desire to get on the property ladder because you've obviously had kids who have been through these cycles now you see clients coming through i don't feel there's the same sort of buzz to for people to own their own home in the same way it, it's changed to some degree, but I don't think, in essence, it's changed that much. Okay. We still, in my opinion, yep. are and always will be a homeowning democracy. Awesome. And I think that on that basis, going forward, th th the key to this is trying to unlock the biggest issue, which is normally deposit. Yeah, yeah. barrier to entry. Yeah. yeah. And if, 
you know, okay, we've seen banker mum and dad, and that's how much, buy. and that's all of that is much more apparent now, that, and it was never there in the past. I mean, mum and dad, yes, on occasions, but generally speaking, it's mm. become much more prominent, um, and I see that going forward as a continuation. It will, it will still happen, and I think the market, it's cyclical. We're going to go around and come around. Yeah. Okay. That's well, my view famous last words thank you very much for your time um, for it's me. really been fun it's Enjoyed good it. to catch up and we'll, um, we'll do it again soon okay. great thanks. Great thank you, you.